and you got it covered. So remember that. I, I feel like the guy that, you know, preacher went out to see this farmer. He'd been trying to get this farmer to tithe. And he said, uh, if you had $10, would you give a dollar of it? He said, yes, sir. If you had $20, would you give $20, uh, $10 of it to tithe? Yes, sir. Uh, he said, if you had two hogs, would you give one of them to the Lord? He said, now, preacher, you know I got two hogs. <laughs> That's the way I feel tonight. Mary come up to me on the way of like, bringing this thing up here to record this morning. She said, I, I want to help that missionary. I want to give this man. So she put a guilt trip on me. So I said, well, here's another $20 to go with it. And, uh, and now Barry gets up there, and he knew I had $20. Somebody told him I had $20. And so uh, they about got me dry now, so I'm ready. <laughs> God's good, though, isn't He? You know, folks, we're, we're in a mess. We really are. And uh, our country is what I'm concerned about, uh, that uh, just the normal people in this country is going to be hurting. And, and a lot of them hurting right now. But uh, my grandson told me today, he just got back from Ontario, Canada. He, he sold a $74 million airplane while he was going up there. Can you imagine people having that kind of money? And beside that, they got to pay another $200,000 for a pilot and $150,000 for a co-pilot to be on standby all the time, year-round, to fly the thing. And that ain't upkeep and everything else that goes with it. And uh, it, it, what I'm talking about is there's that class of people in, uh, in America or around the world right now. And then there's the, there is no in-between anymore. It's from there to the poor people. And uh, there's a lot more poor people than there are rich people in this world. And so we got to be everything that we can. It, the Bible speaks much about reading the book. I'm up to the book of Acts, in fact, and reading my new Bible through. And it talks about they had all things common, and they sold and and, and uh, what they're talking about is they took care of one another. And God's people are to do that. Amen. We're to take care of one another's needs as we go through this world. I like to read and take the promises of God. Uh, from the Bible and take them to heart. And tonight, I want to speak to you about the behold, I will of God. And so if you'll turn with me to Jeremiah 32. Jeremiah 32. I'm beginning to read in verse 37. Jeremiah 32, verse 37. Behold, I will gather them out of all countries where I have driven them in mine anger and in my fury and in great wrath. And I will bring them again unto this place, and I will cause them to dwell safely. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And I will give them one heart and one way, that they may fear me forever, for the good of them and of their children after them. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, that I will not turn away from them, to do them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts, that they should not depart from me. Yea, I will rejoice over them to do them good. I will plant them in this land assuredly 
with my whole heart and with my whole soul. Uh, verse 2042. For thus saith the Lord, Like as I have brought all this great evil upon this people, so will I bring upon them all the good that I have promised them. And fields shall be bought in this land, whereof you say it is desolate without man or beast. It is given in the land of the Chaldeans. Men shall buy fields for money and subscribe evidences and seal them and take witness in the land of Benjamin and in the places about Jerusalem and the cities of Judea and in the cities of the mountains and the cities of the valleys and in the cities of the south for I will cause their captivity return unto the Lord. And in verse 1 of chapter 33 Moreover, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of the prison, saying, Thus saith the Lord, the maker thereof, the Lord that formed it to establish it, the Lord is his name. Call upon me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Pray with me, please. Father, we are so thankful we got a loving Father that watches over us, takes care of us. And Lord, when we read these promises that you said you would do for us, we rejoice in them greatly. And we do pray, Lord, for uh, people around us that's having hard times right now, God. Not only do we want to pray for them, not only do we want to feel sympathy for them, but Lord, we want to help them every way we can. So bless us that we can bless them. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 37 said, Behold, I will gather them out. Now this speaks of separation. Second uh, Corinthians 6, verse 14 through 18 says, Come out from among you and be separate, saith the Lord. We are to be separate from the world, and also we are to be separate unto God our Father. And verse 37 again says, God is our Father, we are no longer like the world. Behold, I will gather them out of all countries where I have driven them in mine anger and in fury and in great wrath, and I will bring them again unto this place, and I will cause them to dwell safely. I like the way the Bible puts something. God said, I will do something, I'll bring you out, but not only in, I'll bring you in. Amen? And so verse 37 says, I will bring them in. This speaks of safety. First, God separates us from the world unto himself in verse 37. Then verse 37 again says, I will bring them in. That's safety. And John 10, verse 27 and 28, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Notice, if you would please, nothing can happen to a child of God unless God allows it. That's safety. Amen. Then verse 38. Verse 38. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. I love that. I will be their God. This speaks of assurance. In 1 John 3, verse 1. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. It's a wonderful thing to know or have the assurance that God loves us. Amen? And he said, I will be their God. That's assurance. And then verse 39. Verse 39. And I will give them one heart and one way 
that they may fear me forever for the good of them and of their children after them. I'll give them one heart. This speaks of unity. And uh, it's a wonderful thing to have brothers and sisters in the Lord and to love one another. We're all in the family of God. Every believer is. And that's why I encourage people to love one another and don't try to change one another. There's something that I, uh, that families come to me having family problems uh, have greatly in the past, but uh, they come to me and they got children and they're having family that problems with their children. And you know what causes more problems in the family than anything else? They love one child more than they love the other one. And they show favor to one child more than they are the other. And uh, the Bible makes that very plain. That's a dangerous thing to do. Now, I got a bunch of grandkids, and I got three children, and I got great-grandkids, and, and they all uh, accuse me of loving little Evelyn more than I love the rest of them. And uh, I don't know, maybe that's true, but I do my best to not make it true. But uh, uh, I had her over for dinner today, and she's got a little uh, duck on her little shirt. And I said, Evan, what is that on your shirt? Duck? I mean, you don't get it out of your mouth for the duck. And she could talk, it's it plain. And she, well, before she left, she come give me a papa a hug and a kiss. And uh, and she got crawled up my lap yeah, the other day. She was over there, and she crawled up at, at the table there, and she said, Papa, I love you. She gets the rest of the house. Amen? <laughs> That's just the way it is. And uh, everybody says, You love her better than you do. No, I don't. She's just right there at the moment that I'm going to love her every bit I can. But I'm going to tell you the truth. Every one of my children and every one of my grandchildren, all of them are different. That doesn't mean I love one of them more than the other one. They're just different. And they got different personalities. And when I read I said that, I will make them of one heart. You know what God says? We got all kind of brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen? All kind of personalities in Christ. Did you know the Bible says that we're to love them all the same? We're to love them. Because, why? Because they're our brothers and sisters in Christ. And we're to love them and care for them and pray for them and do everything we can for them. Because the Bible says, I will give them one heart. Notice verse 40. Verse 40, And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, that I will not turn away from them, to do them good, and I will put my fear in their hearts that they may, that they shall not depart from me. Now, I will make an everlasting covenant with them. That's assurance. Psalms 37 verse 4, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. Amen? I, I, that's my, one of my favorite verses. Because I got a lot of wants. I got a lot of desires. Amen. But I pray to God and He gives it, it. Notice what it says though. Delight thyself also in the Lord. That's the first step. You want things from God? You want to have things in this world? The Bible says, Delight thyself in the Lord. And He said, Then He'll take care of the rest of it. God has made a covenant with us Christians that He will take care of us. All through the Bible, God makes us a promise or a covenant. 
everyone that is in Christ Jesus, He will take care of and satisfy our every need. Now, the world can't do that. Amen? Now, I got a little money in the bank, not much, but I got a little bit, and I got a man that watches over it, and I call him every time I turn around and say, how's it going? How's how's it doing? And uh, and I make very, in my heart, I make very careful this desire. I'm not looking for him. I'm not looking at him to take care of me and take care of my money and take care of what little bit I got. I'm looking to God. Amen? And you got to be careful about that. If you don't, you'll be relying on somebody else or be relying on your bank account or be relying on what you've got in the bank. And the Bible said, God will take care of you. And brother, I believe that because you can lose everything you've got in a twinkling of an eye, but you can't lose God. If you're a child of God, He'll be right there on. Amen? Now verse 40 again. Verse 40, And I will make an everlasting coat of them, and I will not turn away from them to do them good, but I will put my fear in their heart. Now, you know what that speaks of? That speaks of worship. Worship. God's mercy endures forever. Now, when you look at what God has done for us, it causes us to worship Him, and we ought to fear Him. God makes it very plain. I don't know how people do the things they say they do nowadays and just have no fear of God in them. Man, I, I fear God. I mean it. Now, it's a holy reverential fear. I'm not one of these kind that fear God and tremble at everything every time I do the least little thing wrong or, or, or think about God. I'm, I, I'm not of that heart. But in the other part of it, brother, I do fear God because God can do anything. He can bless you or He can curse you. And you have no say-so in it whatsoever. He's God. Amen? And when you learn that, then you learn to fear God and ask God, Lord, you have your way. I like what I've said many, many times here in this pulpit that I heard from an old preacher years ago. God wants for you what you would want for you if you had enough sense to know what you wanted for you. I love that. Amen? And I believe that. I really do. Now, verse 41. Yea, I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will plant them in this land assuredly with my whole heart and my whole uh, soul. Now watch this, please. I will put my fear in them and their hearts, and they shall not depart from me. That's worship. But I will rejoice over them to do them good. All things work together for good to them that love the Lord. God the Father rejoices in doing us good. I love the I wills of God because He wants to do us good. And I got a Heavenly Father that wants to do me good. And He says so all through the Scriptures. Amen. Glad I'm saved tonight, aren't you? Let's stand. Father, thank You for saving our souls. Thank You for giving us these kind of Scriptures that we can resort to in times of hard times and good times. No matter what time we're going through, Lord, we have a promise from You. And that is, I will take care of You. I will bless You. I will not let You be moved. That steadfastness, Lord. We have assurance. We don't have to tremble in fear that everything in the world is going on around us. We have assurance that You'll be with us no matter what goes on. 
You're our Heavenly Father, and You will take care of us. Bless us tonight, we pray now, in Jesus' name, as we claim these promises. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's sing something, please. Turn to page 100. Page 100.